several areas in the country under signal number three as Typhoon Pisoy barrels towards land. Preemptive evacuations in some provinces now underway. The Office of the Ombudsman dismisses the last plunder complaint against former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. A Quezon City court sets the promulgation of judgment on the decade-old Maguindanao massacre case on December 19th. And the Philippines continues to rake in medals at this year's Southeast Asian Games. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Typhoon Tisoy expected to make landfall over the Bicol region between Monday night and Tuesday morning. Six areas are now under signal number three. We now have on the line Philippine Weather Bureau forecaster Benison Estereja. Benison, go ahead. What's the latest? Good afternoon, Carmina, and to all the viewers. We have an update regarding Typhoon Tisoy with international name Kamuri. As of 10 in the morning, the eye of Tisoy was located at 235 kilometers east-southeast of Veracasanduanes or 250 kilometers east of Huban Sorsogon. It has maximum sustained winds of up to 150 kilometers per hour near the center, gustiness up to 185 kilometers per hour. It is now moving westward at 25 kilometers per hour, and based on the latest track of Pagasa, it may enter or make a landfall over the areas of Albay, Sorsogon, and Catanduanes this evening up to early morning tomorrow. And by tomorrow morning, it will cross over Bicol region, southern Quezon, Marinduque, and as well as Batangas and Mindoro provinces. And then eventually by tomorrow evening, it will be over the West Philippine Sea. Tropical cyclone wind signal number three is raised over Catanduanes, Camarines Sur, Albay, Sorsogon, southern portion of Camarines Norte and Burias Island. Signal number two is raised over Metro Manila, Pulacan, Bataan, Pampanga, eastern portion of Nueva Ecija, southern Aurora, Cavite, Batangas, Laguna, Rizal, Quezon, including Polilio Islands. Signal number two is also raised over Oriental and Occidental Mindoro, Marinduque, Romblon, rest of Camarines Norte, Masbate, including Tikau Island, Northern Samar, Eastern Samar, Samar, and Biliran. And finally, we have signal number one over Southern Isabela, Mountain Province, Ipugao, Benguet, Nueva Vizcaya, Ilocos Sur, La Union, Pangasinan, Quirino, rest of Aurora, rest of Nueva Ecija, Tarlac, Zambales, Calamian Islands. We also have signal number one over the whole of Panay Island, Guimaras, northern portion of Negros Occidental, northern Cebu, Metro Cebu, Leyte, Southern Leyte, Dinagat, and Sargao. For those areas with tropical cyclone wind signal, sea travel will already be cancelled for all types of sea vessels. Expect also within the next 24 to 48 hours some gusty winds in which the, those under signal number 3 may have winds that, that could reach up to 170 kilometers per hour. And within the next 24 hours, expect some heavy to intense rains over eastern Visayas and Bicol region. And by tomorrow, more rains uh, will be affecting Calabarzon, parts of Bicol region, even Metro Manila, as well as Mimaropa, and the other parts of Central Zone and uh, Visayas will also experience some moderate to heavy rains by tomorrow. Apart from that, we also have storm surge warning, and which expects some over three meters of storm surge height 
over Camarines provinces. On the other hand, we may also have some 1 to 2 meters of storm, storm surge over uh, Quezon province and other parts of uh, Samar and uh, Camarines provinces. So the next update with regards to Typhoon Tesoy will be at 2 in the afternoon. That's the latest from Pagasa Weather Forecasting Center. This is Benny Estareja reporting. On Philippine Sea Games Organizing Committee Chair and House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano again apologizes for the inconveniences that some delegates experienced in the days before the official opening of the regional meet. Speaking at a welcome gala dinner for local and international sports officials Sunday night, Cayetano emphasized that the Philippine government wants to make all the foreign participants feel at home during their stay. If there are any inconveniences that were suffered at the start, please accept our apologies. Your athletes are as important to us as our athletes. Meanwhile, Fiscoc COO Ramon Suzara avoided questions surrounding the lighting of the Sea Games cauldron amid speculations the iconic moment shown during the live ceremony was pre-taped. Like Suzara, Fiscoc spokesperson Jerry Osayas spoke about the issue earlier, neither denying nor confirming the speculations. Definitely the lighting was real. There was, in fact, a lighting ceremony. Now, as to the question on the timing or the taping of that ceremony with Senator Pacquiao, we would leave it up to the production crew, the director and the producers of the program, the opening ceremony program, to discuss the details. It's a television show. So whether it's taped, pre-recorded, or, you know, uh, it doesn't matter. Pero for the record, sir, taped ba siya o hindi? It's a television show. Okay. The Philippines continues to lord over the medal standings in the 30th Southeast Asian Games. Some of the latest medals for Team Philippines came in the cycling and duathlon events. Willard Chang now joins us from the International Broadcast Center in Pampanga for an update. Willard. Carmina, the Philippines continues to lead the medal tally. According to the latest official count, the Philippines now has 24 gold medals. Leading today's gold medal haul is Monica Torres, who won the gold in the women's individual duathlon event. Joey de los Reyes finished with the silver in the men's duathlon, taking the country's first medal win today. Jones Inso also took the silver in Wushu men's Tai Chi Chan. In cycling, Leia Denise Belgira won the gold in the women's mountain bike downhill event, clocking in at 3 minutes 9 seconds 781, followed by Indonesia and Thailand. In the men's division, John Derek Farr also won the gold, finishing at 2 minutes 41 seconds 143, followed by another Filipino, Eliazar Barba, getting the silver. In basketball, the Gilas Pilipinas women's team defeated Vietnam 21-14 but lost to Thailand in extra time 22-20. They finished the pool play with a 4-1 record, still assured of a semi-final slot in the 3-on-3 three -three competition. In the men's division, Gilas bested Malaysia 21-13 and now has a 5-0 standing in the preliminary round. Meantime, surfing competition manager Kat Bolina says the surfing events in La Union will be suspended at 1 this afternoon due to strong winds and bad wave conditions. Surfing events will resume after the typhoon passes. Among today's important events will be weightlifting, where all eyes will be on Heidelin Diaz, who will compete in the women's 55-kilogram event at the Ninoy Aquino Stadium. That will happen at 4 in the afternoon. 
Back to you, Casey. All right, thanks a lot. Willard Chang there joining us live from the Media Center. Office of the Ombudsman dismisses the last plunder complaint against former Philippine President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. The charges filed in 2016 by former Ombudsman Conchita Carpi Morales accused former President Arroyo of misusing millions of pesos in funds of the Philippine Charity Sweepstakes Office. The Ombudsman says the charges were similar to the plunder complaint dismissed by the Supreme Court due to a lack of evidence. The former president welcomed the dismissal of the case, commending the ombudsman's moral courage and intellectual honesty. The long wait for a decision in the Maganero massacre case almost over. That's as a Quezon City court is set to hand down its ruling on the decade-old case next month. Mike Navalio has the details. After a little over 10 years, the court hearing the Maguindanao massacre multiple murder cases will hand down its verdict on over 100 accused on Thursday, December 19, based on a copy of the court's order dated November 29. Quezon City Regional Trial Court Branch 221 Judge Joseline Solis Reyes has set the promulgation of judgment at 9 in the morning at the Quezon City Jail Annex in Camp Bagong Diwa, Bikutan in Taguig. 101 of the 197 accused are due for sentencing, including primary accused Dato Andal Unsay Ampatuan Jr., who allegedly blocked the convoy of 58 persons and shot some of them dead before ordering that they be buried in a shallow mass grave in Sitio Masalay, Barangay Salman, Ampatuan Town in Maguindanao on November 23, 2009. Among those killed were the wife and two sisters of then-gubernatorial candidate and now Representative Ismael Toto Mangudatato, some of his relatives, supporters and lawyers, and 32 journalists who were on their way to Sharif Aguac to file Mangudatato's certificate of candidacy. The incident is considered the worst election-related violence in recent Philippine history and the single deadliest attack against journalists around the world. Also awaiting sentence are Dato Unsay's brothers, former ARMM Governor Zaldi Ampatuan, and former Maguindanao OIC Governor Sajid Ampatuan, who are accused of conspiring and supporting the plot to kill Mangudadatu. Zaldi is still confined in the hospital after he suffered a stroke while Sajid was allowed to post bail in 2015. The Ampatuan patriarch, Andal Ampatuan Sr., died while in detention in 2015 due to a massive heart attack. Two accused were discharged as state witnesses, while the cases for six others have been dropped. Eight accused, meanwhile, remain at large. Maguindanao Massacre Private Prosecutor Nena Santos in a statement said they are happy that a verdict will be finally issued by the court. Moving on to news overseas now, U.S. President Donald Trump will not send a legal counsel to participate in the congressional impeachment hearing on Wednesday. The White House said it remains unclear whether the Judiciary Committee would afford Trump a fair process. It also points out the witnesses have yet to be named. Congressional investigators have been looking into whether Trump abused his power by pressuring Ukraine to launch probes on former Democratic Vice President Joe Biden. Biden is running to unseat Trump in the 2020 presidential elections. It's the first Monday of December and Christmas is indeed upon us. Cities across the world are marking that by officially turning on their festive lights. In Vienna, a giant tree has been lit up with 2,000 LED lights, the tallest Christmas tree in the city so far. In the U.S., First Lady Melania Trump kicked off the holiday season by delivering the official White House Christmas tree. At the Vatican, the Catholic faithful will be treated to a 52-ton Christmas tree. 
While in Paris, hundreds of people gathered to watch a dazzling display of Christmas lights along the iconic Champs-Élysées. As for London, Santas are visiting schools to ensure maximum cheer this holiday season. Uh, we love a giant hand.